Broadcasting from Indianapolis, Indiana. You're listening to Forgotten Favorites. Forgotten Favorites. On the Worldwide Legend. Keyboard Cat, Hamilton the Pug, and Toast Meets World. These are some of the Internet's most beloved pets. And they all have one thing in common. Their stories started in a shelter. Start your story. Adopt a dog or cat today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Training that pet to play the keyboard, that's optional. Start a story. Adopt a shelter or rescue pet We've today. Got it, guys. Brought to you by Maddie's oh, Fund, the Humane Society yep, of the it. United States, and the Ad Council. Okay, what are you wearing right now? Nothing. That's right. So mommy's going to teach you how to dress yourself. Underwear always comes first. Name tag at the back, then pants, then shirt. Get the first button in the right hole or you have to start all over. Socks going first, then shoes right on right, left on left. With shoelaces, just take the ends, cross them over, switch the loops. The rabbit goes down the hole, pull tight, and left with bunny ears. Got it? Why are your pants on your head? Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. Two minutes twice a day making sure they brush their teeth is easier, and it could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. Visit 2min2x.org to find out more. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Mouths, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. How's it going? I'm having a stroke. Are you going to shake my hand? I'm having a stroke. Wow, you're not even moving your arm. I'm having a stroke. When someone is having a stroke, they may not be able to say it with words, but their body language will tell you loud and clear. Look for FAST. F. Face drooping. A. Arm weakness. S. Speech difficulty. T. Time to call 911 immediately. Know the sudden signs. Spot a stroke fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ed Council. The storks are bringing me a baby brother. We can do this together. All right, let's go. Storks know how to keep kids safe. Do you? What? Oh, my gosh, you don't know. <gasps> I know. You don't. <laughs> oh, man, you laugh when you're uncomfortable. <laughs> no. Making sure your child is in the right car seat is one of the steps to safer travel. I will rock this. You will rock this. To know for sure that your child is in the right car seat for their age and size, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. Cool, cool, cool. Very cool, very cool. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. The voice of the world. The sound with the beat. The sound that sets you tapping your feet. Radio. The sound of year-round pleasure. The sound of the news. Rhythm and blues. Tchaikovsky swing. Whatever you choose. Radio. The sound of year-round pleasure. Welcome to All Things Radio, your weekly radio magazine, with radio news from a national perspective, call and format changes, sports news, featured radio stations from yesterday and today, your voicemails and phone calls, as well as special guests and featured segments. And now here's your host, Bill Sparks. Educate, syncopate, radio communicate, radio, the sound of year-round pleasure. Well, good evening and welcome to All Things Radio 548. few minutes delayed, but that was due to a major Windows update and we had to p- fix a piece of software to get things running. But here we are. Jeff, how are you? I'm doing very well, thank you. And I want to say hello to everybody here, everybody on the team, everybody listening, no matter where you are, in the United States, Canada, Australia, in the United Kingdom, whatever. We have a very busy show this week. First of all, of course, we'll do things like we always do, our radio news from a national perspective. And we'll follow it up with Jennifer Sparks' call letter and format changes. And we've got uh, an air check uh, from uh, from Kansas, and KLEO AM 1480. Station I've never heard before. This is from 1974. And do any of you guys know who Jane Barbie is? Let's not all answer at once now. Everybody's uh, hands up. Yes. 
Yes, everybody yes, I does. I do know it. who Jane Barbie is. Well, Jane Barbie, is. Sure you'll find out who she is and what she does, and you'll find all about the company that she works for. And she does the, well, I'll tell you, she does the time announcements on the phone. She passed away a few years ago, but a little feature wow. on Jane Barbie. Then we'll, have, then we'll have in my featured station, oh, what are we going to do? We're going to take us to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and we're going to listen to radio station WSHH-FM. The reason I chose this radio station is because the morning person was fired from the radio station. We talked about that last week because of job cutbacks. So the morning person that they have on the air named Melanie does mornings and middays. Yes, it's, it's, it's a long day for her, but I believe she's voice tracking the middays. So yes, all in all, we have a very busy show this week. Bill, I'm going to turn it over to you and I'll let you uh, start. I know you have a major announcement here, so go ahead, Bill. Okay, I do have an announcement. With much regret, I make this announcement. Um, I've been doing The Legend now for, what, 15 years? And a more impactful person we've never had on The Legend than Steve Nomer. It's my unpleasant task to let you know that Steve passed away today. There's not much this, you can say, and we are all sorry very, about that. This is very, 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 very hard to say because... What's that song uh, by Laurie Morgan? You have to have been there. And we've been there through all the years of Steve Nomer being on the legend. And he was the legend. Uh, more I know impact. he's the most popular DJ that was on. You've told us that many times. Many times. Well, if you have yeah. any information about sending condolences or funeral arrangements, uh, maybe you can put that out at some point later on if, when, uh, when you have that well, information. Well, as soon as... COVID-19 allows, there's going to be a celebration of life. Um, that's all the details. I just found this out about 10 minutes before we came on the air. That had nothing to do with our our software issue with our 2004 Windows update, which, which caused a problem. But we have to take a few moments and honor Steve Nomer and yeah. what all he's done for. He, he was uh, amazing. He would look so hard for songs. He, he had a wonderful heart. If you wanted something, he would, you know, scour the earth. You know, I, I like some obscure stuff. And he would he would contact Judy, uh, would, would try to help him, Judy from Ohio. And they would try to do the best they could to find things. And he'd ask everybody he knew. He really took it seriously. He took his job seriously. Yeah. He had a lot of fun and, doing it. And maybe but he really the, was dedicated to it. And maybe the Very fact dedicated. that we're playing the air check of KLEO AM in, in Wichita, Kansas, which I would have, if he was on today, I would have given him a call on his uh, on his phone number and let him know that because I know he was a very private person, but I still would have asked him if he would have wanted to come on to the, onto the show today. Yeah, so, yeah. I think, so, and, and, and I ahead, can Bill. tell maybe. you. Okay. Go ahead, Bill. I was just going to tell you guys that Steve was trying to overcome a lot of obstacles there towards the end of his life, health-wise. And, I, you know, I go back to this analogy. I was 24, 25 years old when Elvis passed away. I don't... Steve just did not want to live under the conditions that he was being forced to with his health. And I prefer to remember him as a top-flight DJ and doing what he did. And at least he got to go out on top. 
So. He did. He was his last show was August third. The listening room. I was remembering that. So it wasn't that long ago. It wasn't like he had to suffer along. We we all know people who've had to go through a year, two, three years of suffering, and their family has to watch it and all that. Oh, this yeah. was relatively short. It was tough. I'm sure it's tough for his family. I know he's got a wife and son, and it'd be tough for them. But I know too that he uh, did again. The important thing he didn't have to suffer and. And uh, this is just on the fly because we didn't know about this. But, Bill, you might want to do like a town hall thing where people can talk about their memories of Steve someday as a separate show. I don't know when. but uh, We are going to do that. And we also are going yeah. to do a tribute. Steve Bauer, we're going to put together a tribute. And that will just go on and on and on. You know, we've unfortunately lost a lot of good people over the years. And it just keeps getting harder and harder when I have to report these. So I, I I, just felt like it was something. Sean, you were going to say something. I'm sorry. I was going to say maybe if you have information about a guest book to, where people can go online and sign, we can give it on Sports Lounge on Sunday at the beginning or somewhere we can put it out on some of the different shows so people can. Yeah. I'm sure there'll be one. Yeah. yeah he, was, he was the only guy. Only guy that preempted sports miles, and we very willingly, willingly got out of the way for him. Well, we did. You know, it was kind of like this. We, we, because his impact was so great, we, we didn't want to lose any opportunity that he wanted to be no. on the air. You know, and no. it's you know, um, it, it's the way it was, and we did it. It all worked out, and yeah. we made it happen. So. Yeah, I, I just yeah, hey, wanted to let everybody know in a public venue so you could hear it right here. Uh, Steve Bauer called yeah. me after his wife, had, or Steve Nomer's wife, Jan, called him, and she wanted me to know. So I thought that was yeah. an honor. Just And that's, that's the important thing. Sometimes there are rumors and things get around, and this is the best, uh, this is really the yeah. best way to do it. He would hate that, and this is... And Steve yeah. uh, will be missed, and we all know how well, hard he works. He is. And, He's yeah, already missed. Hard. But so. you know, I have a suggestion, and I, and I know it's not, but, but but I think that what we should do now, and maybe I'm wrong, and maybe you guys can tell me if you think I'm wrong, but I think we should start the show and do the show because I think. Oh sure, yeah, you're, you're I, And I, I when that. I say this, no, I'm not trying wrong. to be cold or nothing, but I think that's no, no. what he would have wanted right. us to do. But no, sure, but wanted, but we mean, can do. Like Bill said, he's talking about a, a, a you know memorial show and getting people together with their memories. There's so many people with so many memories. He's been important to so many folks. They'll want to talk about him, and, and certainly right. will uh, um, want to do that. We're going to do yeah. this. This is not going to be hard to do, Perry. But I'm going to do something. So if anybody else has got something to say while I do this, real quick. In Zoom, we're getting, if nothing else, we're getting, what do you call it, bombed by somebody? Zoom trying, bombed. Zoom, Zoom bombed, bombed, trying yes. to, to disrupt the show. Yeah, I've been taking care of it as best well, I can, Bill. Well, I'm going to do something that's going to take care of it even better. All right. Uh, in just a second here. So, hey, Bernie, any changes in Indianapolis radio coming up? Is Bernie still with us? Bernie, hope you didn't get. I think he was a he bomber. Have, he's he's, he's not muted. He may have left the phone for a second. Are you there, Bernie? I think he left the phone for a second. Okay. Yeah. He was just mad because he's not getting his money the way he wants it. Yeah, that's right. He said was, uh, there, there's litigation on that. We talked about that. Yeah. So, well, I'll just, be back on the clock when the show ends. So I'll be getting. That's right. 
166 and a half hour a week. Good going there, Gary. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's what I got. How old was Steve? He was 60, uh, 70. He had just turned 70 in February. Wow. February 8th, he was born. Okay. What it wasn't done... the virus, was it? I hope not. No, no, no. No, no, no. He mentioned it earlier. Go ahead. Not at all. And, and just for, for you, Perry, since you're the one scouting a lot of this stuff, the waiting room has been enabled now that we've got most people in here. So this. Can you guys hear me now? Yeah, we can hear you. Oh, good. Wow. No, I did not leave the phone. But it's nice to know what people say about you when you think when they think it's exactly <laughs> right, Bernie. <buddy. laughs> oh, it's kind of fun to do that. You know. No, I was screaming at the top of my lungs. The oh. neighbors came over. I thought I heard that. I, <laughs> I, I didn't. I didn't. Mute, screaming. I, I, I didn't. I didn't mute you, so you had muted your phone. Obviously. Oh, I know. I know. I yeah. don't know what the deal was. So anyway, they kept saying at the top of my lungs. Right. The question was, and still is, do you? Is there anything new in Indianapolis radio? Right. There always is, so there must be. And uh, apparently this week is uh, is somewhat quiet because uh, I, I, I knew you'd be out of town, and I, I was thinking earlier <laughs> you might ask this question, and uh, yeah, there's, it, there's just not much new. No, there's, there's not much. You know, Bernie, when I do my radio news from a national perspective, I got to tell you, sometimes there's only maybe one or two stories a day when it, it's not like it used to be because everything is. Oh, I know. The economy I know. is so screwed up right now, and 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 so so there's not a lot of news. Radio owners aren't aren't wanting aren't wanting or want, they don't want to spend a lot of money right now if they don't have money coming in. So. I was talking to my wife today about how hard you have to dig for stories sometimes because <laughs> it's not the same right now. No. Well, Speaking of which, the, I don't think I should get any awards for these newscasts, but I'm doing the best I can, guys. <laughs> well, Jeff, you know, You're doing a job, Jeff. We, we, we keep prorating that award every week. You know, a know, couple yeah. of weeks yeah. ago, the money's coming into Bernie's pocket, not mine. Yeah. <laughs> hey, don't don't talk my minutes because I was here. Just okay, all right. <laughs> that's right. Hey, you're going to get some extra minutes too. Remember, remember, what, remember, what, remember what Woody Allen said: eighty percent of life is showing up. So that's right. You know, that's, that's, well, a, there you go. Okay, that's a big part of it. But speaking of showing up, all right, Jeff. Here we go. I'm Jeff Bennett for All Things Radio, and here's what's happening in the world of broadcasting. Edicom realigns its management structure. Saga Communications hires a new national director of programming. The Weather Channel hires Skyview Networks to handle its ad sales on radio, and we'll let you know what's happening on the street. It was yet another busy week this week in the world of broadcasting, and Edicom makes news. Edicom is realigning its management structure and reorganizing its format captains, and here's how it all plays out. Doug Abernathy will handle Atlanta, Charlotte, Denver, Greensboro, Greenville, and Spartan, South Carolina, Kansas City, Missouri, Las Vegas, Norfolk, Phoenix, Portland, Richmond, Sacramento, St. Louis, San Francisco, Seattle, and Wichita. Jeff Fetterman will handle Los Angeles, Riverside, and San Diego. Mark Hannum will handle Baltimore, Buffalo, Boston, Cleveland, Detroit, Hartford, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, Providence, Springfield, Washington, D.C., Rochester, and Wilkesbury, Pennsylvania. Claudia Meganis will handle Memphis, Gainesville, Miami, Florida, and Orlando, Florida. Brian Purdy will handle Austin, Chattanooga, Dallas, and New Orleans. Rachel Williams will handle Chicago, Madison, Milwaukee, and 
and Minneapolis. And finally, Susan Larkin will continue handling oversight of the New York City market. Edicom also makes news by hiring a national program director for its news and news talk stations. His name is Bill Smee, and he comes to Edicom from CNN. He'll be the national director for all of Edicom's news and news talk radio stations, as well as handling Edicom's positioning with podcasts as well as videos. In other news, Saga Communications has hired a national director of programming. His name is Scott Chase. Saga didn't decide to hire from the outside, but they hired from the inside. Scott Chase was the operations manager for its Clarksville, Tennessee radio stations. Scott Chase is taking over this job after the resignation of Bob Lawrence, who resigned this position of national program director on July 1st. Now it's time to take a quick look and find out what's happening on the street. iHeartRadio has inked out a deal with Learfield Communications to move all of Florida State University sports programming to radio station WTNT-FM in Tallahassee, Florida. According to Learfield Communications, this is a six-year contract cementing the relationship between iHeartMedia and Florida State University. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. Craig Carton, who co-hosted the morning show at radio station WFAN-AM with Boomer Esiason, was recently released from prison. You might remember that Craig Carton was convicted of gambling and a Ponzi scheme concerning concert tickets. He was ordered to pay restitution and other bills. However, Greg Carton is claiming bankruptcy. He is over $9 million in debt with about $1 million of assets. Those assets are tied up in a home that he owns in New Jersey. We'll let you know more about Greg Carton in a future All Things Radio live broadcast. iHeartRadio's acoustic channel, Coffee Shop Radio, will have a different sound with musicians hosting the shows. These musicians include Jewel and Louis Capaldi. In Orlando, Florida, Dan O'Connor is the new nighttime radio announcer at radio station WPOZ-FM. WPOZ-FM programs a contemporary Christian format, and Dan O'Connor comes to this radio station after working for radio station WOMX-FM in Orlando, Florida. In other news, Andrew Vision is launching a new syndicated show hosted by Eddie Showboy Sotelo. Eddie Showboy Sotelo at one time worked at radio station WBMP-FM in New York City. The show will start airing on Andrew Vision's bilingual rhythmic radio stations. In other news, Cubulus has made changes to the radio landscape in Allentown, Pennsylvania at radio station WODE-FM. The station transmits on a frequency of 99.9, licensed eastern Pennsylvania, serving Allentown, Pennsylvania with a classic rock format. First of all, Cumulus has hired a new program director for the radio station. His name is Sal Palazzolo, and they've hired Glenn Mitchell to handle afternoons at the radio station. These two individuals handled the position of program director and afternoon drive personality with the resignation of Bill Sheridan a few months ago, who was the program director at this radio station as well as afternoon drive personality. Most people don't realize that the Weather Channel is not just a television channel, but it's also a service that provides weather for radio stations as well. Congratulations go out to Skyview Networks, who is going to be handling ad sales for the Weather Channel on radio. Folks living in Fort Wayne, Indiana, are noticing changes to the radio landscape at radio station WKJG-AM. WKJG-AM is a sports radio station. They were using ESPN Radio. However, now they're affiliated with the Fox Sports Radio Network, and they're calling themselves 1380 The Fan. In New York City, say so long to Patty Duke, who was a morning co-host at radio station WQHT-FM, as well as production director. It seems as though Patty Duke was involved with organized crime in 1989, and it was pointed out in an HBO documentary. So Media Holdings Limited, owners of radio station WQHT, has eliminated his services from the radio station. Another related news, Ebro Darden, who does mornings at radio station WQHT, will have his morning show syndicated by Super Radio. No details on when this show will be syndicated and how many stations it will air on have been released at this time. We'll let you know more about this in a future All Things Radio live broadcast. Congratulations go out to Colin Matthews and Renee Cummings, who will be the new morning team at Federated Media Radio Station WMEE-FM in Fort Wayne, Indiana. The station programs in adult contemporary format, and we'll let you hear an answer of this radio station in a future All Things Radio live broadcast. Finally, there's a big AM downgrade in Milwaukee, Wisconsin at radio station WRRD-AM. The station has applied to remove two of its three towers. Why? Because the land that those two towers are on is going to get the station 
$500,000 when they sell the land for real estate development. Finally, according to those media monitors, here are the top commercials you heard on the radio this past week, and Progressive is not number one this week. Number one is the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, followed by Progressive Insurance, Geico Insurance, The Home Depot, and AutoZone. If you have any comments concerning this portion of the podcast, there are many ways you can get in touch with me. First of all, you can send me an email. My email address is Jeff. That's J-E-F-F Jeff at allthingsradio.net. Or you can send me a voicemail with our feedback line. The phone number is 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595. And hit option two for the podcast team. For All Things Radio, I'm Jeff Bennett. Thank you very much, Jeff. Bernie, did you hear? Well, your wife is right. I, it takes, a, it takes a, a bit of effort to figure out what to put in this thing. Hey, come on. You had Fort Wayne, Indiana in there a couple of times. I did. Yeah. I did. I, I wanted yeah. to make sure they did the, you know, what was the name? Herb Schreiner was the Indiana Hoosier was on television years ago, long before my yep. time remembering him. But uh, but I but I do remember him vaguely. And uh, so I had to put Indiana. And, of course, uh, yeah, you know, but I, it. Was, I was uh, also uh-huh. thinking about the. Uh, station in Milwaukee that sold. I was thinking about hours. that too. Yeah, yeah. five hundred thousand dollars is all they're going to get. They <laughs> wow. Yeah, they, they need they to go up there. Yeah, and and was Patty Duke's identical cousin also fired? Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah, they got rid of Kathy too. Yeah, yeah she she they moved did. to London instead. You know, that's the thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, wait a minute. Why would you be fired? Something they reported that she had done in 1989. Uh, yeah, that's and kind I, of I, sus- I also suspect there's a lot more going on there that we that we don't know about, guys. I just don't know why. You know, oh, I, I get that. Yeah. Why would you be fired for an HBO documentary? For yeah, and it sake? sounds so, like they saw him in a picture, in a, in a on a film or in a in a in a clip. Yeah, yeah. and like, hey, there's there's Patty Duke, and uh, you know, doing something that he shouldn't have. Been. That that is that is a little bizarre. I, I I don't think we really know the whole story, Bernie. Right. And, and, you might want to ask Jeff Smillion because he he has part ownership of that company. It's not it's even though it's Emmis and it's Media Holdings Limited. You know that's all I can say. Yeah. I don't you know. know, my guess is Jeff will have no idea. Well, He's you're probably right. Busy. Hey, I do have some radio news that Jeff missed. Go ahead, Pat Uh-oh. McAfee, who the sports talk show originates from Indianapolis on CBS Network every day from 10 to 12, is jumping ship. Maybe Perry knows about this, and he's going to Sirius XM starting on September the 8th. I did see oh. that, but it came in after I did the radio. After I did the radio yeah, news. I saw that this morning. Yeah. Which channel is he going to be on Sirius XM? They haven't <laughs> told us that yet. I was, I was waiting on Perry to... Enlightenment. Does he specialize in any given? Would he be on a, a you know NBA, to, you know NBA no, or no, NFL, it, or do, would he be an all sports guy? Probably an all sports guy. That's what he was doing at but, CBS. But for, wasn't he a sports? Wasn't he a sports player for the NFL or for the NBA? Yeah, he was a punter for the Indianapolis Colts, and yeah. was very good at social media and he <sighs> did his own talk show, and, he, and so. It does sound like it's connection. Probably there is a football connection because September 8th is two days before the season starts. So he may be one of their, you know, people that would be on, as part of some of their NFL shows. It, well, just I, I can only tell you, Bill, Chris, if the Giants don't win, I told my brother-in-law, I'm going to be sing, sing. I'm not going to sing Goodbye Alley, but I'm going to sing sing Goodbye Shermer. Well, they're, they're not going <laughs> yeah, to. Right. Okay. So, is it a promotion to leave CBS to go to Sirius XM, CBS Sports Radio? Probably. I would think it is. Yeah, I, would I think bet so. you they pay better. 
um, you know, than, than uh, CBS. CBS Sports Network, you know, is sort of like an, uh, the poor stepchild of CBS. And, I, you know, I doubt that they pay as well as Sirius XM. Well, they're not even, they're not even, they're not even owned by CBS. CBS right, Sports right, Network Intercom, is owned by yeah, Intercom, really and Intercom. they're using the name. Yeah. Well, they've licensed the name. They, they've list, licensed the name to, uh, to, to Intercom, you know. Yeah. So that's all I can tell you. Okay. We... Oops. Okay. So that, that's well, all I can say. Uh, uh, yeah, and I really do like CBS Sports Network. What I've heard of it, I think they do the best sports updates. I, I think I, I do tend to like them. I don't know how their talk shows are during the week and all, but when I hear them on the weekends, I like CBS Sports Radio. So, well, there I, you think, go. I thought Bill, Bill, you didn't like CBS Sports, if I remember correctly. I, I still don't, but but I'm realize I'm not the only one out there. No, and I know that's that, just but... my opinion. I mean, the more okay. FAN people they use, the more I like it because I like the way FAN does things. That's part of it too, and they do use a lot of them on the weekend. Yeah, they were. I, I wonder if Dick Neer is still working on there because I he I like him. Yeah. yeah, Richard Neer. He was he was a radio announcer. I liked Chris because he did Progressive Rock. He worked at WLIR in Gardens right. Island. So. I like Amy right. Lawrence. I heard he was on any WFM at one point too. I think. And, and his brother uh, was. In, didn't was he, uh, didn't he write a book also? He did. Yeah, he did. I read it. And it was it was about the history of FM. And his yeah. brother, Dan Near, I went to college with his brother. His brother lived in the room right next door to mine when I was at Syracuse University in one of my freshman years. So. Uh-huh. Yeah, he wrote a lot about Syracuse. Yeah, and That's I true. like Amy Lawrence. I do, too. Yeah. She was on um, ESPN. So is Tom. And she, was, she started in Providence. She used to be on 790 when they were a sports station. And she and went to ESPN Radio and then over to CBS yeah. Sports yeah. Right. And didn't Doug Gottlieb go there for a while? He Wasn't he on? Doug yeah, Gottlieb was there. Fox Sports Radio now. He went to CBS. He was there, though, before. Yeah, he was. Yeah, By the so. way, this is why I'm not on the sports show on Sunday nights. Oh, okay. Yeah, huh. I have no idea. <laughs> well, yeah, but you're still getting paid. That's the good thing. You're, you're, yeah, I know. Yeah. I almost don't feel it's, worth it right Mike, now. Mike, you don't have to raise your almost, hand. You're it's almost like voice tracking. You know, the less you say, the more you get paid. It's pretty good. Yeah, Mike, you can Go talk. Ahead, that doesn't work for me, though. I, I say a lot when I voice track. <laughs> yeah, we understand. Go ahead, Mike. Do you like the gravelly guy that's on that night on CBS Sports? He used to work in Miami at WQAM. Scott Farrell? Yeah, he's not there he's anymore. He's not there anymore. He's at S- He's at. Sports Map Radio, and he does. Uh, he's not with CBS Sports Radio. He hasn't been with them. He actually did Atlanta months. Thrashers hockey one year. It was very strange. Uh-huh. He yeah. did, and he yeah, remember he was a months, superstar like at one months. time. He was a rising star. Pharrell was, and then I don't know what happened to him. Yeah. They benched him. They benched him. Yeah, he's, on a, bench. he's on the might. He's on the uh, might, this mighty Sports Extra ten ninety Sports Extra in Sam in Lo, in Los Angeles. Uh, that, I believe. Yeah, he's on there because Pete. Yeah, he does a sports sports map radio. Runs his show. By the way, for those who don't know, sports map radio used to be uh, um, SB Everything. Nation. Every other name: SB Nation, <laughs> Yahoo, One on One, One on One, Sports Fan Radio Network. Uh, no, they uh, weren't sports whatever. fan. They weren't. Sports oh, they Sporting weren't News. Yeah, Sporting News. Yeah. Sporting hey, news, you know what, Bill? Yeah. I think it's time for Jennifer because she's going to be is. a seven. Oh no, more sure sports. Come on. Yeah. Her, <laughs> fans, her fans are waiting. Speaking <laughs> of good. Well, Jennifer, she said it's not real long this week. She's out of town now, so let's see if I can if we'll I can anyway. call her. Yeah.
We have Sports Hello, everyone. Fans. I'm Jennifer Sparks, Sparks and here yeah, are your yeah. call letter <laughs> and format changes for the week of August 27th. KOZZ FM 105.7, Reno, Nevada, changes slogan from Reno's Classic Rock to 105.7, KOZZ, KWTO FM 98.7, Springfield, Missouri, changes calls to KT. KTXR FM, KTXR FM 101.3, Springfield, Missouri, changes calls to KWTO FM, KZOK FM 102.5, Seattle, Washington, changes slogan from KZOK Classic Rock to KZOK 102.5, WBNQ 101.5, Bloomington, Illinois, changes slogan from today's best music to 101.5 WBNQ-FM, WBWN, 104.1 Leroy, Illinois, changes slogan from B104, continuous country favorites to B104, WDXX, 100.1 Selma, Alabama, changes slogan from Dixie Country to Dixie Country 98.5 100.1 WINL 98.5 Linden, Alabama changes slogan from Dixie Country to Dixie Country 98.5 100.1 WJBC 1230 Bloomington, Illinois changes slogan from the voice of Central Illinois to W WJBC 1230, WKJG 1380, Fort Wayne, Indiana, changes network provider from ESPN Radio Network to Fox Sports Radio, and changes slogan from ESPN Fort Wayne to 1380, the fan, WLWW 89.9, Cornersville, Tennessee, changes format from not available to contemporary Christian. WOKC 1570 Okeechobee, Florida changes slogan from True Country AM 1570 FM 100.9 to WOKC AM 1570 FM 100.9 WRJR 670 Claremont, Virginia changes format from silent to Spanish religious and adds slogan Nueva Vida Claremont 670 WTVB 1590 Coldwater, Michigan changes slogan from 1590 AM and 95.5 FM the voice of Branch County to WTVB 1590 AM and 95.5 FM WKHJ AM 1570 Latrobe, Pennsylvania changes calls to WXVE AM and changes format from adult contemporary to classic rock and changes slogan from 103.9 KHB to 103.1 KVE WKYZ 101.7 Key Colony Beach, Florida changes slogan from Pirate Radio Key West to 
Pirate Radio 96.7 and 101.7. KQNG FM 93.5. Lihu, Hawaii changes its slogan from Kauai's Kong to Kong FM 93.5. WGIP FM 89.1. Tidiute, Pennsylvania changes calls to WCGT FM. WINW 1520, Canton, Ohio, changes format from inspirational gospel to urban adult contemporary. WVWZ 790, Ashland City, Tennessee, changes format from classic country to country and changes slogan from the wolf to 103.9, the bear. WBNH 88.5, Peckin, Illinois, changes slogan from Good News Radio 88.5 FM to 88.5 FM WBNH WCKR 92.1 Cornell, New York changes format from sports to hot AC and changes slogan from 92.1 the team to fun 92.1 WQXM 1460 Bartow, Florida changes slogan from LAX WQXM 1460 to Ritmo 99.9 FM 1460 AM KQQF 98.9 Coffeeville, Kansas changes format from Hot AC to Contemporary Christian and changes slogan from Star 98.9 to Sunshine 98.9 KXTA 970 Rupert, Idaho changes format from regional Mexican to classic rock and changes slogan from 970 La Patrona to balanced rock WLNO 1060 New Orleans, Louisiana changes slogan from the original one of a kind to WLNO 1060 AM WLOU 1350 Louisville, Kentucky changes format from inspirational gospel to R&B oldies. WYAY FM 93.7 Georgetown, South Carolina changes calls to WPGI FM. WTYM 1380, Kittening, Pennsylvania, changes slogan from Hometown Radio 1380 to WTYM 1380. WXTG FM 102.1, Virginia Beach, Virginia, changes format from Adult Alternative to Urban Contemporary and changes slogan from The Tide to Streets 87.7. WPGI FM 106.3 Bolivia, North Carolina changes calls to WYAYFM. The following stations have signed off the air. KXFR 91.9 Socorro, New Mexico WXGN 90.5 Egg Harbor Township, New Jersey WPUT 90.1 North Salem, New York. And those are your call letter and format changes for this week. If you have an interesting format change you would like to let us know about, please don't hesitate to drop me an email at jenny at allthingsradio.net. For All Things Radio, I'm Jennifer Sparks, wishing all of you a good week. 
Thank you very much, Jenny. Speaking of which. Well, I guess. Uh, oh, sorry. I'm just going to say there's going to be an update to the 800-693-0595. That number is not changing in the option one for requests. But after that, the 234, some of those numbers are going to change around a little bit because they've been somewhat not working as well as they should. So we're going to fix those. But go ahead, Gary. Oh, I was just going to say that uh, W put must have gone kaput, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah. But... Wow. Oh, well, there we go. Were yeah. They were west of the Mississippi. They could have been kaput doing kaput. The, yeah. the other thing I noticed was we had a station go from being the bear, the wolf to being the bear. And any of us who used to be Cub Scouts, we did that. We went to be a wolf to a bear. Yeah. That's about the station that went from gospel to... badge. So that's very good. Couple things, a wolf couple things. a bear. Couple things, Bill. Here, real quick. When you asked about Pat, Pat uh, McAfee earlier, unfortunately, um, I couldn't answer you. Picked a bad time to have the hiccups, <laughs> so that's why I didn't answer you. And secondly, for those who come into the meeting that are not on the panel, if you can, I mean, obviously, if you need to, whatever. But if you can, try to just stay in or out because it's easier on Jeff and I if you do one or the other. And, okay, we, uh, and I know we have Dave McElroy. Yeah. And uh, go ahead, Dave, because you had a question in your hand was raised. I, go ahead. I do, I do. I just wanted to say that Pam and I had the pleasure of meeting uh, Steve Nomer uh, several years ago. We we happened through Wichita, Kansas, and we had a great time with uh, Steve and his wife, Jan, and also Steve Bauer and his wife, Jan. We had a great barbecue dinner. And uh, you just have never met a truly more genuine person and one more memory i'd like to share was that because this is very recent was how uh pam pam wanted to hear the french version of the three bells well i have it on the on my computer but i wanted to hear it and boy steve found it and we just had the greatest time because he said oh i have to learn french for this and it was oh <laughs> That's what I will always remember about Steve. And with that, I'll, I'll let you all go. Thanks. Dave, thank you very thank much, you, and Dave. we hope you're doing okay. Thank you very much, and we, we, we appreciate your, your calling. And, Dave, you. he set an example for all of us. I do that for my listeners. I will go out of my way, with the exception of the real 225. I hope he's okay during these yeah, storms. Yeah, but, but, uh, <laughs> I will. Well, I remember I, I, I requested a song called uh, Focus by Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus. Oh, yeah. And yep. I didn't think he, when <laughs> he played it, I, I was saying to myself, why is he ending his show so early? And I didn't realize he played the album version, which was cool because oh, yeah. Yeah. most stations didn't play that. You yeah, know, he I usually played when he when he played the rock. He had a, a, a he did all kinds of different uh, top. He'd find different surveys, let alone he'd do the top, uh, you know, uh, 10 of the week and do all that like Tim does at, at nine o'clock Eastern. And Steve would do it at five. But he also did some special compounds like folk rock or whatever, and he did like the most influential rock songs a few uh, months ago, a couple of years ago, and he found all the album cuts. Uh, he re- was really into album cuts. If he, some people figure, we'll play the single that that's the one you heard, and that, that's one school of thought. He was of the album um, school of thought where he played the longer. So you probably didn't even recognize what it was for a while, right? Uh, well, Jeff? no, I knew it was, but I'm saying. Why is he ending his show so early? Then I realized when he played that song, I said, that's why he's ending it so early, because it's the album <laughs> it's version of it. It's long. 
I really loved because they had some other instrumentals that came out that 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 no one ever plays. But I used to use one of their instrumentals. I can't remember the name of it as a, as a closer on my show when I was going to end the WJPZ when I was working in college radio, and I needed some a, a, a bit of music to time into a, the next show so I could fade it out. We could fade it out, and I, and they had a great instrumental, which I really liked because no one ever played it. So, yep. I think we got somebody with a raised hand. Nope. Oh, hold on. Walter. Walter, can you do me a favor and unmute yourself, please? And we, we will definitely get to you because uh, this is what Zoom has put into effect. So we have to ask you to unmute. So, Star Six. There, you go, there he goes. There, go, ahead. go ahead, Walter. Uh, yes. Uh, well, I was uh, going to comment on the, uh, on the latest of, of, the, uh, of Jennifer's uh, list. Um, I'm noticing a trend on, you know, their stations losing their slogans. They're just kind of going generic. You know, Can you give me an example, Paul? What, well, what do you well, the w, well, the WBNQ one, you know, they were, uh, was it uh, uh, Today's Best Music or something like that? Now it's just WBNQ 101.5, you know. Well, I think as Bernie could tell you, like sometimes I'll, you know, I'll hear something. This radio station has changed himself from WKW, the light of the world, playing the greatest music, to WKW plays the, the light or something like that. When you have a slogan that's really long like that, and Bernie, you know what I mean. People yeah. don't remember the slogan. They could, they yeah, could, you, they, they could shorter the better. Shorter the better. You hey, got to keep it. Keep shorter the better. I mean, if you can, if you can be identified by just your call letters, that's that's even better. And yeah, sometimes, or a word, you know, magic or kiss are, or something like that. The, you yeah, know, sometimes the, the slogans are kind of lame anyway. Really. Yeah. Well, Bernie, my nice talk about station like you know, say B ninety three or uh, right. you know something like that, where the where it rhymes, the name of the station kind of rhymes. To help there, there see, I know, it's, I know it's unpopular, but see, I happen to like, and I know Mike Loff and I were talking about this, and I know he does too. And it never hit the ground here in Albany, New York. But you got it in Boston, though. They don't call it Jack FM, and they call it Big FM, but it's the same thing. I like that Howard Cogan imaging. I like that whole yeah. wise ass personality that he has, and I really that he uh, that he imports or comports, I should say. I really like yeah, that. that. And it's either it's I either it's that, either you uh, like it or you hate it. That's the problem with it. Yeah, yeah. And and I think we, a lot of the female audience was not real fond of it. No, no. but but I could tell you that that it well, that it used to get played in a lot of stores when WCBS FM did it in New York, but uh, it didn't do well. But well, they did it the wrong way. They could they should have put it on ninety two point three instead of one one point nine. So here in Austin. It does. I mean, it's not Jack. It's Bob. But it's basically the same thing. It's not Howard Cogan. It's a different guy doing it. But they're always top three. So it does. Females like it here. I guess. They're not, they're not quite as. Um, how can I put it? As Howard Cogan is there? They they're kind of. Um, oh, I don't know. Uh, they they make kind of funny comments, but uh, his are a little more wise cracking. I think. Yeah. yeah they, the way to put it. I was trying to figure out. I have an air check somewhere, but I've got to figure out how to clean it up. Where he was a radio announcer in Vancouver, uh, British Columbia, and it's, he called himself Howie the Hitman, playing you know playing Top 40, and he really sounded pretty good. I, I bet he would. I'd like yeah. to hear that. Yeah, I'd like to hear that. That's yeah. cool. Well, maybe we'll do that. If you'd like to, I'll put some shorter air checks on, and maybe we can we can put more than one air check on in my segment, Then we'll we'll try to do some of that. So... I'm filling up my hard drive. I have to order another hard drive just to keep all my air checks straight. <laughs> we're going to have to get you a solid-state drive, Jeff. Well, what I want to do, Bill, and, and, and I don't want to go into my personal thing, but I'd like to take my regular hard drive out of my computer, replace it with a solid-state drive, just image what I have on my hard drive under that solid-state drive, 
and see if we can get that to work. But we'll talk about that off air sometime, Bill. Yeah, and, and one other station, the 1350 WLOU. I like yeah. they switched from religious to classic soul. That's what they started out yeah. as was classic soul yeah, many and, years and, you ago. You know, usually when a station when a station goes religious or uh for that matter Hispanic they don't go they're back. Gone. They they're seldom gone. change again. That's right. They well especially right. if they're religious especially if they're if, you know, Bernie, especially if they're religious and they're getting money because every exactly. time a show goes on the air that's that's that cha ching cha ching cha ching. Oh, yeah. that's, sure. that's an automatic cash register most likely. I remember in the some of them 70s, I think just start uh, yeah, I think some of them started now. We had 1510. I'm sorry, Gary, go ahead. I was going to say in the, in, in, uh, the 70s in Dallas, 1029 was Christian. It was Christian for good maybe 10 years, and they became Magic 1029. And now they're known as, I guess, now one or 1029 now. But when they changed from Christian to secular, that was really kind of amazing to see that happen because as – you know, Bernie was saying, if once they somebody goes Christian, they stay there generally. Yeah, so. well, mostly they're Salem or something, and they're they're owned by or Caleb well, and they're not, and they're never sure. Gonna... Yeah. Hey, you know, before yeah. we do the next segment, before you do the next segment, I just want to say hello to a listener who's been writing me over and over again. He's from uh, he's from Michigan, but he lived in up in upstate New York, and he's also, I think, spent some time in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Tom Baylor, thank you very much for your letters. And yes, I do have Jackson W Armstrong or Jackson Armstrong from WKBW. And during the holidays, I have that air check. I will try to get that on. So update yeah, I was going to say, haven't we done him before? Yeah. Because we've had, yeah, we've had his name on the ham list. Yeah. We, yeah, we might have. Did we have him from the he, – there's one from MEX that he did. I, he's been – I'm sure he's got a lot of them all over the place. Jackson he, Armstrong, he's, so, he's been he, at every station yeah. around the dial. But, I he, mean, he was. So, you he know, was. And sometimes we have to repeat air check because we can't always get – You know, so we're going to run out of air checks. So I'm trying to freshen that library up a little bit. So – I just want to thank you, Tom, for listening, and, and and I know you enjoy the show. Thank you very much. I do appreciate your emails that you've been sending me. Yeah. I mean, and sometimes when you repeat an air check, it's because it's good and it applies to what you're talking about that yeah. week. So it's okay. Yeah, exactly. That's right. Yeah. Well, that's right. Yeah. That's, that's true. So, all right, Bill, let's go. Uh, with we're we're going to go to Wichita, Kansas. You know, Wichita must have a lot of talent when I think of Steve Nomer, Steve Bauer. I mean, a lot of talent there in Wichita, so I'm interested to hear the station. Linemen. Yeah, they do. Wichita. <laughs> well, at least somebody's working. <laughs> that joke there. never gets old, does it? No, it doesn't. No, it does. <laughs> oh, Steve used to use that a lot, uh, but you know when he played that song, you know he'd, he'd always work in a comment about that. So yeah. And in yeah. sports, they do have the Wee Chockers. Remember, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> yep, the Shockers. <laughs> That's true. Like Bernie, used, like, Chris, they used to be the weed shockers. Like Bernie, oh, okay. I, like Bernie, I'm not a real sports person, so I can't even. Yeah. I'm going to start Steve calling every Sunday night. He was a big Wichita State fan. He really loved their basketball team, hey. and uh, why not? And uh, uh, he'd be, uh, you know, this guy Fred Van Bleet that's uh, on the Toronto is a, is a shocker. So he probably might have known about that. I don't know if he did. Well, yeah. All I'm going to say They're about Bernie well. is, Every time the Pacers win, with in. the exception of this <laughs> playoffs, Bernie's always posting on Facebook with lots of details about the Pacer game. I do. I post. I, I'm a huge Pacers fan. I only post. I only post when they win. Well, you got a well, little. Would that would time. that be then, Bernie? Then, Bernie, you've not had a lot of posts lately. No, not I've lately. been uh, I've been kicking back doing nothing on Facebook game night. Yeah. You know, Bernie, I they're out of the, have they're a, out of the bubble. Um, a clip of something that who was the guy that was the coach at the Indiana University, Bobby Knight. Bobby, Bobby Knight. Knight. Bobby Knight. 
and I have a, I have a clip of him. I should send it to you because I can't play it here on All Things Radio Live. <laughs> no. But, but I have no. it. And I have it. And the only reason I know about about him a lot is because my nephew went to that university, and he and Bobby Knight taught a course on kind of on coaching and stuff. And he said he may have been a real you know what. But I can tell you, Jeff, from my, from my experience taking a class with him, that he was the nicest guy that I ever met. So, I've heard that. That's what times. I've heard. That's what I have heard. And the the yeah. the Iowa media, you know, because the Hawkeyes, of course, play the Hoosiers all the time. The Iowa media said he was always very cooperative with them. Yeah, Casey. my dad heard yeah. that from many people that in the coaching business about him also. So, so why don't we get to our anyway, next segment? We're going to do this, Cleo, but, but we, we are going to do one more rumor <laughs> about Bernie. This this is I heard got this from a reliable source today that since he's a big Pacer fan that he's applied for the opening of the coaching oh, position. Yeah. You know. Mr. Nate McMillan was let go, so Bernie's going to take that job over next year. So yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you get that, if you get that job, Bernie, tell us first so that Sports Lounge Live can have it exclusively. Yeah, yeah consider sure. it done. Are you kidding? <laughs> Thank hey, if you. you need a reference, if you need a reference, say it. Call me. I'll give it you. Doesn't even have to be true. You can just say it. Yeah, we can say it right on the air. <laughs> right. All right, to Wichita we go, but I need to get on the line. This week, yeah. we're taking the virtual time machine back to 1974, and we're going to visit a radio market that I don't believe we've ever visited in the history of all things radio. The market is Wichita, Kansas, and we're going to listen to radio station KLEO AM, which at that time transmitted on a frequency of 1480 kilohertz. The radio announcer we're going to hear is Ken Clifford, and this air check represents what many radio announcers were doing at the time. Lots of music, but very little personality. Yet this was a viable format. You can't believe how many commercials this radio station ran. So without further ado, wanted to back and enjoy KLEO AM from Wichita, Kansas on this week's edition of All Things Radio Live. If you're blind or you have a friend who's blind and needs employment, contact services for the blind and visually handicapped in Topeka or you can call them at 913-296-3276. Put this in your mouth and chew it. Come on and take us back. What a happy feeling. The yellow stripes. What a happy $134.44. You just won it. Oh, really? Yes, you did. Congratulations. Well, thank you. Huh? I'm really surprised. Uh-uh. Made your party night good, huh? You better believe it. Listen, Leona, you won yourself $150 worth of accessories from Off-Road Incorporated, okay? Okay. Double, high-low, and the winning is only beginning. not let the workhorse balance the whole kit and caboodle. Thank America, the workhorse. It's more than money. Use it for everyday. 
Temperatures are weather cloudy and mild with the chance of rain through tomorrow evening. High today, 72. Low tonight, 52. High tomorrow, 65. Right now, 70 degrees. This newscast brought to you by Bank America, the workhorse. Michael J. Elston, KLEO News. Have a good day. Some people call me the space cowboy. KLEO, ready or not, here I come. Bearer to 302 with Ken Clifford. Regular or sugar-free. You'll love the great taste of sugar-free Dr. Pepper, too. Pick up a carton of Dr. Pepper or sugar-free Dr. Pepper at your favorite Wichita area store today. someplace on an airplane, people always say, have a good flight. At TWA, a good flight is a comfortable flight. So we try to make you as comfortable as possible with things like the twin seat in 707 and 727 coach. If nobody's sitting next to you, the middle seat folds down so you can sit two across instead of three. And to make your flight even more convenient, we have full-size carry-on luggage compartments on most of our planes. As a matter of fact, TWA has more of them than any other airline. And on most TWA WA flights over 90 minutes, we give you a free audio headset so you can listen to eight channels of entertainment. Next time you're traveling on business or pleasure in the U.S. or around the world, fly TWA. We have over 400 good flights every day. Only TWA flies nonstop to Chicago, and only TWA has direct service to Los Angeles and Washington. For reservations, call your travel agent or TWA. 1974, the year of the Super concert. A special report tonight on Music News at 9.50 and 12.50 on KLEO. KLEO, it's Ken Clifford in the Haywoods. At 3.07, people are needed in the Eureka area to help grade schoolers on any subject. Call 943-4293. someplace on an airplane, people always say, have a good flight. At TWA, a good flight is a comfortable flight. So we try to make you as comfortable as possible with things like the twin seat in 707 and 727 coach. If nobody's sitting next to you, the middle seat folds down so you can sit two across instead of three. And to make your flight even more convenient, we have full-size carry-on luggage compartments on most of our planes. As a matter of fact, TWA has more of them than any other airline. And on most TWA WA flights over 90 minutes, we give you a free audio headset so you can listen to eight channels of entertainment. Next time you're traveling on business or pleasure in the U.S. or around the world, fly TWA. We have over 400 good flights every day. Even if you have a full fare ticket for another airline, you can experience the comfort of TWA. For reservations, call your travel agent or TWA. Deficit spending in Washington is one cause of inflation. The best cure is a balanced federal budget. Throughout his congressional career, Dr. Bill Roy has refused to vote for spending bills in excess of tax revenues. His opponent, Robert Dole, supported Nixon budgets totaling more than $100 billion in red ink. That's a big difference, and it comes out of your pocket. Dr. Bill Roy, a respected voice for Kansas. Sponsored by the Dr. Bill Roy for Senate Committee, Don Paxson, Treasurer. King with Jazz Band from the album 
from Wraparound Joints, 3 Club, I'm Ken Clipper. Five years ago, ABC Television broadcast a radically different daytime program. A show with ghosts, werewolves, and vampires. Dark Shadows. The people in that great series made two motion pictures, House of Dark Shadows and Night of Dark Shadows, both in color. Barnabas is back for Cleo's Dark Shadows Night, 12.30 this Friday and Saturday at the Pawnee Four Theaters. For both films, admission only $1.50. Are you ready for this? A very special Sunday afternoon happening in Hutchinson. With some very special blood, sweat, and tears. Blood, Sweat, and Tears will be appearing live in concert at the Hutchinson Sports Arena Sunday afternoon, October 27th, starting at 2 p.m. Tickets are 4 and $5. Buy your tickets now at Hayes Record Shop in Hutchinson and Sergeant Pepper's Parlor in Wichita. Cleo request lines are open right now. 
The Colonial Ice Cream Fountain and Grill in Pawnee Plaza is proud to announce a special treat, especially for mom. Tuesday night is ladies' night at the Pawnee Plaza store. And this entitles mom to any colonial dinner off the dinner menu at half price when accompanied by dinner at a regular price. In addition to mom getting hers at half price, she'll also receive a beautiful carnation. Colonial's way of telling her that she's pretty special. That's Tuesday night after 5 p.m. Mom gets her dinner at half price when accompanied by regular price dinner at the Pawnee Plaza Colonial Ice Cream Fountain and Grill only. Paleo. Point. Counterpoint. I would like to reply to the person who thought that farmers who participated in a northern calf slaughter were stupid. First of all, what is the difference between killing the baby calves when a week or a month old or waiting two years and killing them in a packing plant? This air check brings lots of memories for me because when I was doing Top 40 Radio at Syracuse University, working at WJPZ, all of the songs, as you heard on this radio station, were songs that I played over and over and over again. Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the show, why don't let me know about it by email. The email address here is Jeff. That's J-E-F-F, Jeff, at allthingsradio.net. And by the way, if you have a classic air check that you'd like me to play, let me know about it by email as well. For All Things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett. Very good, Jeff. Thank yep. you. You know, fall of '74. What I like about what the big thing about that air check was the fact that, and then Bernie, you noticed they didn't have commercials where they played four, five, six, seven commercials in a row. It was two commercials, the music, two commercials, the music, two commercials, the yeah. music. Yeah. And uh, the other thing, the other thing I noticed is they either had a great agency or yeah. somebody on the local end was selling a lot of national ads. Because yeah, they had Dr. Pepper and they had uh, Juicy Fruit and they had TWA, TWA, Continental. Well, you know, part of that also could be, you know, what if they were an affiliate of a, of a radio network too, Bernie, like ABC or CBS or NBC? I don't they know. Kept... They were pretty small. Well, I mean, when I was a, a major market, when I was a kid, I used to hear them because I could. My grandmother lived in northern Oklahoma, so I would pick up KLEO there. And they didn't. They did their own news. In, at least this was up in the '60s. And I suspect that they were the big top forty game there in Wichita. For and by the 20, way, if you listen, years. if you listen to KLEO, and then if you listen in the way, and I, I think what's the station that Bill Shirk worked was it WXLW Bernie was I forgot yeah, the call. Yeah. If you it was the same. You you play you you didn't do a lot of talking, which is which I get. I understand how that was. And, and you played the music. And like I said, the guy wasn't my favorite cup of tea for a radio announcer. But he got the job done, and that's that's he what he did. 
And that's there were a lot of FM stations that were sound. They were trying to sound like some of the FM top 40s were. Well, they sounded Back a lot like days. WOLF in Syracuse. When I was in Syracuse, that's how WOLF did things. They they did not do a lot of talking, played the music, had the very quick jingle. As a matter of fact, that was the same jingle package that WOLF had back then as well. So I, I remember. Well, and a lot of people will say, oh, yeah, they don't make radio like they used to. But those guys were pretty much all interchangeable. I mean, oh, yeah. like you said, yeah. he didn't talk much. He got the job done, but I bet a lot of people would be hard-pressed to even know his name. That's and, right. And as you also pointed out, the jingle packages were often very similar or even the same. How about four four bucks or five bucks for a Blood, Sweat, and Tears ticket? Not bad. Huh? Not, that, not only that, <laughs> he had to be on his game because, you know, he was pulling carts and, and, and playing records. And, and when you run on the board like that, and you don't, they didn't have carousels. They didn't have minimation back then. You had to be pulling those carts, and you had to be on your game. You couldn't just yep. – you couldn't sleep. That's the way it was wheel. for me in 1980 when I started in uh, Muncie. You know, it was all records and cards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, we played sometimes 23 minutes of commercials an hour. It was ridiculous. We, do, we, do gum you know, ads no. ever? Do gum okay. ads ever get on the radio anymore? Because every I time was thinking do, about that. I, yeah, because every time we do one of these, it's double mint or juicy fruit or uh, yeah. or whatever, and we never hear. I don't hear a gum ad ever on the radio. I don't see now. Them By the way, we used to call my friend Mark and I when I was living in New York City. Mark was a jingle collector, and he worked in radio for a little short time, and we were both very good friends. We when we heard a stop set that had ten minutes of commercials or five minutes of commercials, we didn't call them stop sets, Bernie. We called them roadblocks. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's that's what... absolutely. Joe, can you unmute yourself, please? Hit star six, and we'll get you on. We'll get you on as 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 uh, soon as we can here. So we we'd like to hear from you from Albuquerque, New Mexico. So let's see. go ahead, Joe. Oh, thank you. Anyway, um, talking about hearing songs over and over again, there's this documentary on American public media called "Hearing the Music." There's a legend about Todd Store how he might have got the idea of Top 40 Radio. There would be a restaurant, and somebody would put a nickel in a jukebox, Perry Como, Some Enchanted Evening. Another person would put in a nickel and the same song, and about five or six times the same song over and over and over again. So according to the legend, maybe it's hearsay, that this is maybe how he got the idea for... Uh, Inventing what we know as as top forty radio. <laughs> well, I'm not sure if he invented it, but he certainly did a good job with it. In, in uh, WQAM in, in Miami, Florida, is one of his stations, yeah. and and he had a bunch of them. So, and he died, and he unfortunately passed away. He he passed away way too young uh, of, of 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 a stroke, if I'm not mistaken. So he was a very. Yeah, very I think he was like 35 or 40. Yeah, very uh, talented and. Had a very good, innovative radio owner, but unfortunately, it, it happens. All right, Bill, we'll go to ours. We'll get you going here. Yeah, we got to do uh, the one that you gave me the other day. Yeah, what, what I like about this, I have another part of it. It's six minutes long, but I, I thought it would be too esoteric right now. But the Jane Barbie worked for a company called Autocron. That was the name of the machine that was used to tell the time and temperature in the commercials when you called the phone number. And she also did... She also did lots of voice work for the phone companies as well, like your call did not go through or the number you've dialed has been disconnected, you know, the whole usual stuff. So you get to hear a little bit about uh, Jane Barbie, uh, who passed away back in, the, I think, in the 90s. Here we go. Hi, 
Hi, everybody. I'm Dennis Daly. I spent 20 years with United Press International, most of it with the old UPI radio network. And my favorite assignment was going on the road, producing and hosting American Montage. It was an hour-long weekly program. Now here's an edited version of one of those shows. Hi again, everybody. It's a safe bet. You know the voice of Jane Barbie, even though you might not know who she is. For decades, if you called information or got a wrong number or called up for time and temperature, you heard Jane Barbie. I'm sorry. All circuits are overloaded now. Jane Barbie was the female voice at the Autocron Company, an Atlanta-based company that provided automatic tape playback machines to the government, to banks, to telephone companies, well, just about anybody who needed a voice on the telephone. I reached Jane Barbie by telephone, and I asked her if she thought when she started with Autocron that one day she would be the best-known female voice in the English-speaking world. Of course not. I never thought about that, and I really don't think about it very much now, Dennis, because I think my knees would start knocking <laughs> if I did. When I record, uh, whether it be time and temperature or a weather message or a telephone intercept message, I think one-on-one. I'm talking to one person because the whole idea of the service is to try and make it personable and friendly and conversational so that people don't really feel like they're talking to a machine. So I don't really like to think about speaking to over 20 million people a day, which is what I'm told the statistic is. About half of that is divided between, uh, rather I should say it's divided about half and half between people calling for time and temperature and weather or, or getting a telephone intercept message, like the number you have dialed is temporarily disconnected or is not in service or, I'm sorry, all circuits are overloaded now. Would you try your call again later, please? I know you've gotten a million of those. I know, depending upon where you are in the country, uh, sometimes the local time is just provided as a service by the phone company with no commercial message. Sometimes it is a savings and loan. There must be a great variety of sponsorships around the country that you've had to voice short commercials for. Oh, of course. Uh, and, and there are different types of services, too, as you just said. We do a lot of financial institutions, of course, but there are shopping centers, automobile dealers. Uh, we have a, a couple of funeral homes that we do messages for. And uh, I don't know, your listeners might be interested to know that uh, my voice is heard not only in the United States, but in Hong Kong, and I'll tell you what time it is in Saudi Arabia, uh, San Juan, the Bahamas, some parts of Canada. So, uh, gee, if I could just get to all these places physically now instead of vocally, I'd have it made. Maybe you could convince some of those places that in order to uh, have your tapes, you have to come there to do them the first time. <laughs> Go on location, right. <laughs> Something that's always intrigued me is the fact that you, uh, it would seem sometimes rather repetitive of course, you can hear the tape change. I presume you're just saying the hour and then sometimes another machine kicks in and gives the minutes after. All of that basic announcing of the numbers, have you had to do that recently or is that something that was done, say, five, ten years ago and is oh, now no, just we used? We do those about twice a year. It isn't because the tape wears out or stretches or anything like that. It's because they record the sponsor messages, which usually precede the time and temperature and weather announcements, are recorded. Weekly, they, Many places will change their announcements almost every week. Uh, say a bank has a special promotion they want or Christmas is coming and they're plugging Christmas club savings accounts, shopping centers have special sales. You might be interested in how we do them. Of course, everything is done out of context. The hours are done. Time one, time two, etc. Minutes 45. 
46 and 10 seconds, etc. So we'd go all the way through the hours, all the way through the minutes and seconds for military installations like to have that, you see. And then it would come out saying time 1, 45 and 10 seconds. So uh, the advertising announcements, which are usually five seconds long, we do have some that are seven and some that are ten, and some old machines are only four seconds long. But they're brief, and since they are done separately from the times and the temperature, you can see that timing is crucial, so you must be on the button with the timing. And if you are two seconds, or rather two-tenths of a second over with your little announcement, then the last bit of that syllable is going to be chopped off because it all must go into a pre determined time slot on the tape. I wonder if you ever have time with first-time sponsors who send in their messages and, and have not learned the fine art yet of making things come out on time. Maybe they, they, well, they're told they have five seconds and they give you what turns out to be nine or ten. Yes, well, we do quite a bit of editing. Now, I must tell you, there are full-time writers who work for the Autocron company uh, who offer messages that the client can choose. And he can send back, a, you know, the copy that sent him and they just check off 24 messages that he wants or 12 messages, whatever. Or they may supply their own. And when they do, we have to tell them that they may have to undergo a little editing in order to make them fit. And they're usually very cooperative about that and give us the leeway to do it. Once in a while, we'll do it on the spot, right at the session. If, we, if it still is not short enough, well, I, I'm an ex-copywriter, so I have some skills in that department, and so do the people in the recording uh, division of Autocron. So it's really not a big problem. We, we've handled that. <laughs> Jane, I don't want to, to cause an embarrassment here or tell tales out of school, but there seems to be in vogue now all these bloops and, and bleeps and bloopers and mistakes and things. Do you ever have a recording session where you just get laughing or you, you really wouldn't dare want the tape to be heard by anybody outside the company? Oh, absolutely. You, we all hit those stumbling blocks and uh, end up rolling around on the floor with the giggles, you know, so you just cannot say a word. And it takes, you know, I used to get up and walk around my chair a time or two before I can continue, certainly. You get your tongue tangled and it sounds so absolutely ridiculous, you just get absolutely silly over it. Well, now, Jane, you're from Florida, moved to Georgia, working for a company based in Atlanta. When you're doing a commercial, for example, for a Massachusetts savings and loan, do you consciously articulate or accent differently than you would, say, doing a commercial for uh, Amarillo, Texas? Well, Dennis, I used to. And I'll tell you, I don't anymore because uh, I've been asked the same question <laughs> a number of times. And every time I have given an example, which I will do for you, Invariably, the result is, gee, I like the softer sound better. So we, what I used to do was something that I called an attitude. You can't talk faster because you have to fill up the time slot that we talked about before. And you can't talk slower for the South because you'd spill over and the last part of it would be cut off. So you have to keep your pacing the same. And so it's only, in, and, and we don't go for accents. We try to have no accent at all so it will fit in any part of the country. So the only thing I could do with it was to just alter the sound of the voice a little bit. Uh, as far as the northeastern part, I used to do a little crisper delivery and put a little more edge in the voice. And then for the south, I took it out. And I'll give you a little example. A bedside phone means privacy for calls and security at night when dad's away. Now, for Texas or Georgia or Florida, I would say, a bedside phone means privacy for calls and security at night when dad's away. Do you hear the difference? Yeah, I do. It's uh, you, you have to keep the timing the same, but it has a little different edge on it. Just a little different edge, but, but most people seem to prefer the softer sound, so I don't do 
it anymore. I just do one, just go for a nice, pleasant, friendly sound. We don't want to sound like a, a lady announcer because, as I said, we do want to keep it a personalized approach, one-on-one. -on -one. And when I'm recording, Dennis, I really think I mentally conjure up somebody that I'm talking to. I don't want to sound like a machine, and I realize that there are certainly pitfalls when things are done out of context and it's all run by a computer. Uh, some of the things are, are not as uh, flowing as you would like. We do lose control of things. For instance, in the major cities around the country where there are the automated intercept machines that uh, will tell you uh, the number you have called in the 606 area has been changed, and it will give you the new number, and it also gives you the old number from to the new number. and. Uh, uh, it, each number in this was recorded out of context it, with two inflections. For instance, a neutral inflection would be five, and a falling inflection, obviously, five. So that if the number is two, five, five, two, three, four, five, it would go two, five, five, two, three, four, five. Well, the computer grabs the correct number with the correct inflection depending on where it falls in the series. And uh, no matter how hard you try, <laughs> we worked for two months on these voice tapes before we ever released the first one. No matter how hard you try, it still comes out sounding a little bit automated because of the stiff cadence that is just a natural result. Because let's face it, it takes a little bit longer to say uh, 14 or 17 than it does 8. Well, Jane Barbie, you certainly have, as I mentioned, the most familiar voice in the United States. Thank you very much. I enjoy my work, and uh, it introduces me to a lot of nice people like you so it's very pleasant i enjoy talking to you and there you have it another edited episode of one of the american montage programs prepared for the upi radio network back in the 1980s and 90s i'm dennis daly thanks for listening thanks for going with me this week and check youtube for more american montage programs very right there is a guy who uh, was from Vincennes, actually. Got started in Vincennes, Indiana, Jeff. I didn't even know that. I, I knew Dennis, nothing about Dennis, Dennis Daly, Daly, except yeah. that I found this thing on YouTube. Uh, as, as I have to, I, you know, I can't lie, I found it. And because I was a phone freak and heard her voice on so many recordings back in the 60s, I, I, <laughs> yeah, wanted, to know I, more about, I wanted to know more about her, and, uh, and that's what I did. And, by the way, you can still hear her voice if you listen to shortwave radio station WWV. WV. And WWV and WWVH. So you can hear her voice. Well, actually, it's on WWV. All time, all the time. That's correct. He he worked on WAOV in Vincennes, Indiana. So there you go. There's a little piece of history. Wow. Yeah, he was from yeah, Indiana. I definitely recognized her voice. So yeah, you would. <laughs> yeah, they, there you go. Some of the listeners didn't like it so well, but hey, we enjoyed it. So I guess that's yeah. really what counts, doesn't it? That's that's certainly true. <laughs> so, uh, I have no idea what time it is, Jeff. It is uh, one minute before the top Almost of the hour. Eight o'clock. Uh, we we've got our last segment coming up here. That you're going to do the station in Pittsburgh at what ninety nine seven. 99.7 WSHH, uh, owned and operated by uh, I can't remember now. Uh, and it's a good station. I mean, I thought she was good for what she did, voice tracking it, and uh, because I, I, there was no weather forecast that I was given, and I think it was voice tracked. She did a good job. You know, it's very tough doing voice tracking and put personality into it. I think Bernie could tell you that. 
But if you if you know what you're doing, you can do it, and it can sound pretty good. So you know that if, if, if that really takes a pro to do the voice tracking, and imagine if you have to voice track for ten different radio stations with twenty of them, and you're doing that all day long. So it almost be worse. Must be better to coach for the Pacers, Bernie, instead of doing. Twenty, <laughs> 20 I'll go with that. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, everybody. Um, we're going to dedicate this show in the memory of of Steve Nomer and what he's meant to the legend. So, thank you very much. And so, thanks, guys. This week, we're traveling to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and we're going to listen to radio station WSHH-FM. The station is owned and operated by Renda Broadcasting. And this day of radio cutbacks, because of the COVID-19 virus, the station has lost their morning personality, and the radio announcer who does mornings on this radio station also does middays. The announcer's name is Melanie, and she does quite a good job trying to put as much personality into a music-intensive format as she can. So without further ado, why don't sit back and enjoy radio station WSHH-FM from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, on this week's edition of All Things Radio Live. Wish at Work. The most music for your workday. Wish 99.7. Pittsburgh's Wish 99.7. The most music for your workday. I'm Melanie. You know, Labor Day is approaching quickly. And the way 2020 is going, it will be here before we know it. So start thinking about backyard picnics and Steak. Oh, man, that just sounds like so good. So what is your favorite steak to grill? We're asking you to vote for your favorite steak in our Labor Day sweepstakes and your chance to win a $100 gift card from Tom Friday's Market. Easy. Just go to WSHH.com to enter. It's sponsored by Tom Friday's Market. All natural meats. Come taste the difference. And who knows? You could really be having a uh, Labor Day backyard picnic with some delicious steaks from Wish 99.7. From the employee. Employee-owned Thermo Twin Windows and Sunroom Studios. This is Wish 99.7. Pittsburgh's Wish 99.7, the most music for your workday. And get our Wish app on your phone. It's free in your app store, and it's easy to find. Just search Wish 99.7 and listen on your phone wherever you go. Melanie with heart. It's what about love on Wish 99.7. I've been lonely. Commercial free hours means the most music for your workday. In Pittsburgh, it's Wish. Wish 99.7. WSHH Pittsburgh is Wish 99.7 with your chance to win a thousand dollars on thousand dollar Thursday presented by Cornerstone Television Network this Thursday on Wish Wish 99.7 
7, I hear there's a biopic about Whitney Houston in the works, and guess who's behind it? Clive Davis, the music mongol who guided her entire career, and he promises a no-holds-barred portrait of the late singer. I'll let you know when I know more on Wish. another Wish 99.7 Thousand Dollar Thursday winner. Hi, this is Marianne Curie from Jefferson Hills. I just won a thousand dollars. And you could be next when Thousand Dollar Thursday happens again this Thursday. The most music for your work day and now Thousand Dollar Thursday. Thank you, Wish 99.7. All from Wish. Wish 99.7. Be a super genius. That's right, cars.com. This is the Wish Workday. And if you're ready for more music we are too we are too the most music for your workday starts now on wish wish 99.7 Pittsburgh's Wish 99.7, the most music for your work day, with another commercial-free hour again at noon on Wish 99.7. Happy Friday. I'm Melanie. Wish 99.7. happen every day at 8, noon, 1, and 3 p.m. We're Pittsburgh's more music station. Wish 99.7. Say $1,000 Thursday. Presented by Cornerstone Television Network. Wish. Wish 99.7. <laughs> The most music for your workday. Did you hear about Kenny Wood and Idlewild and Soap Zone? And they're closing early. I got the details after Mariah Carey. It's Hero on Wish. Hero on Pittsburgh's Wish 99.7, the most music for your workday. I'm Melanie. Oh, did you hear the sad news? Kennywood Park and Idlewild and Soak Zone are closing after Labor Day. I know, they made the announcement yesterday on their website. I was so bummed when I heard about this, but I understand why. Park officials said they decided to stop operating for the season on Labor Day, which is Monday, September 7th, because of, you guessed it, the COVID-19 pandemic. So, I know, they already made the previous announcement that they're not going to be holding their Halloween Fright Nights or their annual Christmas holiday lights display, too. So, wanted to pass that uh, that information along if you uh, plan on checking out Kennywood Park or, you know, you better get there before before Labor Day. I'm Melanie. We do have another commercial-free hour. We're going to kick that off for you at noon right here on Pittsburgh's Wish 99.7. From the employee-owned Thermo Twin Windows and Sunroom Studios, this is Wish 99.7. Where commercial free means more music. 99.7.
Wish 99.7 the most music for your work day. Congrats, Jeremy Davis, our latest $1,000 Thursday winner, and you could be the next to win at work. Just listen on Thursday between noon and 2 for your chance to text to win on Wish 99.7. With one great song after another for your workday. 99.7. Well, there you go. We just featured radio station WSHHFM from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, owned and operated by Renda Broadcasting. Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the program, why don't let me know about it by email. The email address here is Jeff. That's J-E-F-F Jeff at allthingsradio.net. For All Things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett. This concludes another All Things Radio Live. Join us every Thursday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern for the latest radio news, interviews, caller questions and comments, station scopes, and more. Visit the show's official website at www.allthingsradio.net and visit the Legend website at legendoldies.com. Join us again next week for another All Things Radio Live on the Worldwide Legend.